Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Brother Gary, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing fine. Let me uh, just change ears. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. That was the uh, the finale of that uh, orchestra. 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 There we go. Uh, folks, welcome aboard. We are live. We're going to do two shows today. Kind of got a uh, slim broadcast for you today, but then we'll be back. Uh, gradually building up to full marathon speed beginning uh, next week. Uh, next up is Pastor Gary Stafford, JustInTimeMinistries.com. Excuse me, I had a burp. There we go. And um, I'm excited to be here with you tonight, folks. I've got some great updates for you. We have uh, found the platform to host all the podcasts. I'll go into more detail later in the evening, later in the afternoon, rather. Uh, Podbean, but go to my website, omegamanradio.com, as I've been mentioning every day. That's where you're going to hear the news first, and I've already got posted there uh, some news on the schedule and our new platform for picking up the archives if you're not tuning in live. Okay, with that, we're going to get started. Brother Gary, would you like to open us in prayer? I certainly would, Brother Shannon, and uh, I would call upon our Father in Heaven, Yes, and I would say, Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we call upon you to clear the airways and prepare the hearts of our listeners to hear the promises of God and to be set free, yes, set free from the lies and the plans of the enemy that have clouded our minds and our thinkings at times. And we bind all demons of hell. Yeah, we bind all demons of hell calling upon each other 
and the angels of heaven that are there to bring forth what? The victory. And we ask you to strengthen our spirits with guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit. For therein lies our power. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we call you the only begotten Son of God, and we serve you. Amen and amen. Amen. And Brother Gary, welcome to your new time slot. Uh, This is our first program together, daytime. How do you like it? (laughs) Well, it's a little new. (laughs) And uh, I'm I'm beginning, uh, I just said beginning, beginning to get used to the new time. But uh, we uh, go back to November and December of uh, 2015, so we've been around for a bit, and uh, I've truly enjoyed uh, our relationship, and uh, the listeners, I thank you, I thank you, and then I say good day and good evening, fellow listeners, how in the world are you? That's right. I'm concerned about you, and I thank you for returning, and it feels like, would you believe this, Shannon, almost family. And, of course, spiritually, we are. And uh, now every Thursday morning at at 11 a.m. on the East Coast of America, And it's good that you're back to help me share this message, as many are still hurting with what we've all gone through. And I'll tell you, we've gone through a lot. And we have still some things to go through before the Lord shows his presence. And he is going to do that in time that you did not expect. And I want you to remember the promises that we've heard over the time. You know, this time that we've gone through and how this and that were going to happen. Even I made some comments because of wishful thinking that this was over. Well, it's not yet over, but because of who was involved and what was being done to correct us, we've heard we've heard little new. We hear about tomorrow or next month or next year and what has to happen and uh, uh you know it's it's difficult. To wait, and God only knows I'm not a waiter. <laughs> but when we will know truly what is actually happening, well, I believe it's just weeks and months away. There's that wishful thinking again. I'm not a prophet, but I do know that a a entire or major part that we can trust in and that truth being shared and it comes out of the promises of God through his word. You know, and it will bring us hope again and we will be able to focus on coming out of all of this Because we trust him. We trust him and we trust the promises of God and the promises in his word. You know there is supposed to be 33,000 promises in the word of God. Now, don't count me for having counted them. I just have taken 
the advice and counsel of others that there are 33 promises in his word. And there are no errors. He's never late. We thought he would do it then, and it didn't happen. What? Was God wrong? No. We believed, and others did too, including some called prophets, as they say, and we were all wrong in our assumptions, for God saw the confusion, yeah, and he saw the fear in our lives, and he saw the doubt that God was not going to respond. Well, (laughs) I tell you otherwise. His response, wait on me and trust me and see the glory of the Lord unfold. What? Wait on me and trust me. See the glory of the Lord unfold. Well, I thank you for that revelation, Lord. We trust you. Now, every week we have worldwide communion, so you may want to take a moment to get some bread or cracker and some grape juice or wine or whatever you will be using, as we may have caught you unawares. But uh, God looks at the repentant heart more than what is in the cup. And, you know... Because he cares. Also, there are some of you who grew up being told only a priest could minister communion. And this is religion. And you have a relationship if you're born again. And you have Jesus in your heart. Now, if that's the case with you, you don't need a priest to give you your communion. It's now that you will be taking communion with Jesus and your brothers and sisters all around the world and honoring his name in a relationship. Yeah, not religion, but in a relationship and doing what he's commanded us to do in the new Covenant. You know, in Jeremiah 17, 5, Cursed is the man who trusts in mankind and makes flesh his strength. You know what? I've done that. Early on in my life, I did that. Cursed is the man who trusts in mankind and makes flesh his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. I didn't know that growing up. I admit it now. But now I know the truth. For Scripture says in Jeremiah 17, 6, the following verse, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. You know, Joshua, in taking Jericho, said that. And uh, for he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and still not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green, and it will not be anxious in a year of drought, nor cease to yield fruit. Wow. Oh, I had a plumbing problem, and I had uh, years ago <clears throat> in New York, and uh, a plumber said, You don't know the power of roots in a tree or plant that seek out the water because they know the water is life to their plant. 
or tree. So you will see a tree root grow 20 feet, maybe 40 feet, in the course of a year seeking out water in a time of drought. I never knew that. Well, there's so much I don't know. We won't <laughs> we won't spend time knowing uh, what I don't know. I just would like to tell you that there are promises in God and promises he wants you to know. And, uh, oh, here in Jeremiah 48, 7, For because of your trust, in your own achievements and treasures, <laughs> and treasures, excuse me, uh, even you yourself will be captured. Yeah. Well, I did this, and I did that, and I won this trophy, and I won this this uh, battle. Well, your trust is in your own achievements. And not in the Lord. Well, I want you to know there is a phrase that the Lord uses with his people and certainly the Holy Spirit who is our comforter. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is our comforter and our teacher and he empowers us to do the things that we normally would not do. Where is this power? In the Holy Spirit. And he will, he will lead you. You know, do you trust him? Well, I don't know. Well, you better learn to trust him because he is the source of all power, healing, faith, and all nine gifts, nine separate gifts that will come your way in some form or another because you trusted him and you sought the power of the Holy Spirit. It's going to change your life. And I want to tell you, I never knew about that at age 44. So, I am telling you, I have learned so much that I didn't know. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. You know, when we question what's going on in our lives, you know the trials and tribulations that come our way? Now, King David, he he knew about this, and he talked about trusting God more than any other saint in the Bible, for he had to learn to trust God, as I did, and at a very early age, there was no end to his trials over the course of his life. And you know what? even with his own family. So no wonder David said in Psalms, the Lord will be a stronghold for the oppressed. Oh, really? The Lord will be a stronghold for the oppressed? A stronghold in times of trouble? Ah. Oh. Well, I'll tell you, that may be what is your strength in your life is the stronghold of the Lord in your life. And there who there, there are those who know thy name will put their trust in thee, dear Lord. And I have learned, slowly sometimes, to thank you, Lord. David knew this when he, saved, when he uh, faced 
he uh, didn't save Goliath. He uh, faced him, and he could not rely on King Saul's armor, for it had not been tested, and David was a small man. It seemed that uh, King Saul's armor wasn't going to work on him, so he uh, he had to rely on his attack of Goliath, with which the whole Israeli army troubled. But uh, God trusted, uh, David trusted God, and with a sling, yeah, with a sling and five smooth stones, took on Goliath to strike him with the first stone to the head, and Goliath fell. How about that? A nine-foot giant comes against a boy who tends sheep, and he takes out his slingshot, or the, uh, you know, what I said before, and uh, he uh, he took his faith in God. And with that and uh, five smooth stones, he only had to use one to bring Goliath down. And then with his the Goliath's own sword, he cut off his head. That was the end of a boy defeating Goliath in the whole Israel Navy, <laughs> Army. Excuse me. <laughs> there was no Navy at that time, but, but uh, he, uh, he defeated what the Israeli, uh, Israeli Navy, uh, Army had been quaking about for over a month. Now, David knew that there were going to be battles with the Philistines and other armies of the Middle East, not to say having to run from King Saul on more than one occasion. How about that? King Saul. And he feared what David had. And David had a relationship with God. And it caused him to stand out, and Saul was jealous of that. And he was jealous of the way people responded to David. He wanted the glory. Well, I'll tell you, David is a man that I highly respect. In fact, our first son was to be called David, but he died in later months of pregnancy, so we never had a son named David. But I will tell you, I would have named my son David for I trusted him and I saw the revelation that came from the book of Psalms. And, that, you know, people don't realize that David wrote music to every one of those Psalms. They were songs of praise and worship. And all because David chose to write them down and to sing with his Lute, which was a small harp, and it was just beautiful. And he goes on to say in the Psalms, For I will not trust in my bow, nor will my sword save me, but <clears throat> this has saved me from my adversaries. Now, that was walking out in David's faith. It was walking out in David's trust in the Lord. 
For he later went on to say, You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is your help and your shield. Psalm 115, verse 11. How about that? Helping your wind with your shield. And his shield <clears throat> was your protection. Trust in the Lord. He is your help and your shield. And usually we don't trust him <clears throat> until what? Until things get worse. And then we doubt that he heard us. For there was silence and we felt very much alone. You ever been there? How could this happen? What shall I do? Why doesn't he answer? Oh, he's taking uh, instructions from you? Hmm. That's interesting that you should say that. It's also interesting that a daily devotional response to this question, and I'd like to share a portion of it. It goes on to say, I beg God for help, but there's no answer. Job thirty twenty. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. You know what? This never changes. Who said that? Jeremiah. Yes, in 17 uh, chapter and verse 6. Yes, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. Yeah, and that never changes. For when you have trust in the Lord, you have confidence in him. as one with integrity, certainly the ability to accomplish all that he has promised. For his word is law. Even King David knew this, and he knew of his promises and relates, you know, in the Psalms. I tell you that when I have a concern, I turn to the Psalms because it's straight conversation and straight trust that David had in the Lord. Listen to this in Psalm 37.3. Trust in the Lord and do good. And do what? Do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Well, that's not my job. Yes, it is. Cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Wait a minute. What did you say? I said, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What more could you ask for? Well, how are you going to get that? Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. He will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as a light and your judgment as a noonday. You see, there's no delay there. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, a patient guy, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I kind of run ahead of the horse. You know, waiting for me is so difficult. 
We wanted answers yesterday, and we can be impatient at best. And, you know, this only changes the situation with strife and stress in our lives, and we find ourselves at at an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Where is God? Well, I tell you, he has it all under control, and wait till those in authority that have been set up in these past few years, and maybe more like the last 20 years that we knew nothing about, and let go and let God so in his time, not yours. There's the problem. We all think he should have done something at this time, and you have yet to realize where he's going with all of this, and he's not going to do a simple cleaning up of a mess here and a mess there. He's going to go right to the heart of the matter and resolve all of this once and for all. You see, his his ways are not your ways, and his thoughts are so much higher than your thoughts. And he wishes you to be anxious about nothing. You see, he wants you totally dependent on him so that he may guide you. Doesn't David tell us this? In the Psalms, with the Lord speaking, in Psalms 32, 8 and 10, it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. What does that mean? Well, I would think it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my upon you. And he who trusts in the Lord, loving kindness shall surround him. All right? Loving kindness shall surround him. But you don't understand. Some may reply, and my answer to you is that I do understand, but God's word says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests, let your requests be made known to God. What happened? Well, he's waiting for you to respond. Yes, and responding in faith. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, that's not a word I use, but it means understanding. So, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And my God shall supply all your needs according to the riches in glory in Christ Jesus. How much? All. All your needs. Oh, my God. Where is that? (laughs) I bet you're reading from Psalms. No, I'm not. It's from Philippians 4, 6, 7, and 19. You see, the promises are spread throughout the Word of God, and you just need to know where they are. Now, if you get a copy of this program, it'll be giving you those words and locations that you need to have in your life. I know when you pray, every prayer is received in heaven. Yes, I know that, and some don't know that. They think the silence is that 
nobody was listening. Every prayer is received in heaven. Don't worry about the silence. You're not alone. And I'd like to share another portion of a daily devotional. And I'd like to share it now. And uh, about its silence. You know, Jesus is at the cross. He's dying after 39 stripes and nails the size of railroad spikes driven through his, his hands and his feet. He has trouble breathing because of the weight of his body and his ability to breathe. And he says, my God, why have you deserted me? No. Yeah. Matthew twenty-seven forty-six. My God, my God, why have you deserted me? And with that crust, cry out, as David did. To thee, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Well, you see, Jesus knew everything that was going to happen, and he had to walk it out in obedience to God. That conquering death, he rose again to sit at the right hand of God the Father. And this is the situation where you can invite him into your heart if you never did. Well, it took me 44 years to see the wisdom of that. And so I lift up my soul. Lord, come into my heart. Make me know the ways of the Lord. Teach me thy path. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. For thee I wait all day. Now that's patience. And that is all we need to be taught in the ways we should go. Uh, Sometimes it will make me quench and, uh, and feel empty. But, you know, it'll make some sense. In fact, in the natural, it will not make a bit of sense. And just think of it. Dirt and spittle placed on the eyes of a man blind since birth? What sense does that make? But that's exactly what Jesus did. And the man saw for the first time. It was, I think, 28 years. Don't hold me to that. But 28 years, I think, that he had been blind and had never seen since birth. Getting out of a boat and walking on water just because you were called come. Even his disciple Peter thought it was a ghost as did the rest of this, the disciples. Yeah, it was a ghost. Why? Oh, thinking as a man instead of thinking as a servant of the Most High God. And then Peter, <laughs> Peter being part of this Disciple group, 12 of them in, in all, talks to a beggar crippled since birth, saying, silver and gold have I none, but what I have to give you. In the name of Jesus, the 
Nazarene walk. A cripple since birth. Born that way, probably. Yeah. Where did Peter get the gall? Where did he get the knowledge? Where did he get the authority? Well, I told you. You're going to be doing things you never thought you'd do. And I hope you're preparing for Christ's return. Yeah. The greatest miracle of all, of course, is the eternal life given as a gift to those who receive Jesus Christ as Lord in their heart. So you say this has all been a test? Yeah. There's a reason for the test to see if you're worthy of the calling. Many will fall away in the last days. We've been told that. Falling prey to the desires of the flesh, false doctrines, false prophets. But Scripture warns us. In Second Peter 1.10, Therefore, brethren, be on the, on the, uh, be the more diligent, to make certain about his calling and choosing you. And it goes on to say in Isaiah 54, 14, For in righteousness you will be established. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now you know that one. That's verse 17 of Isaiah 54. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. So why are you walking in doubt and confusion and fear? You're listening to the comments of those who don't know. And you're listening to the mouth of the enemy. Well... All I can say is that in the natural, it's hard to understand the power of prayer and this relationship with the Lord. And King Solomon, he wrote in Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. You've heard that before. This is where I uh, fail sometimes because I I want to know and understand all, and it's not the time. But go on, it says, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Well, that takes testing. Testing and trusting Him. Yes. You want to trust Him? Do you have the faith to do that? Well, you've been doing this and doing that, and that was good, and that was bad, and that was wasteful of time. But seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He's near. Yes, you are called to do that. And I do seek him constantly. I know what he tells me. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and what? All these things shall be added unto you. I add that phrase, Matthew six thirty three, when I do communion. Yeah. Does that give you peace? You bet it does. Peace at last. Oh, God, that's all I wanted. I wanted peace in all of this, and I never had it. Well, 
Did you seek him first? Did you trust his word? Did you trust his promises to seek his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things would be added unto you? Well, I tell you, I know I seek him and I know I need him for apart from him I can do nothing. Yeah, I'm just a voice. All right. But one thing I do know, and I echo the comments of the Apostle Paul, who said this of the Lord. I will proclaim, I will proclaim thy name to my brethren in the midst of the congregation. I will sing thy praise, and again, I will put my trust in him. I have perfect peace now. You what? I have perfect peace now. Thank God. Let us praise him and rejoice that through Jesus Christ we can have the victory for his righteousness. All I can say is, is that there are those listening who don't know or have that relationship with Jesus Christ. And they're walking in the swell in the swamp of the enemy. And God knows we got some of those in office today in our country. And you've heard it. We're not happy because this is not the country we grew up in. But God wants you to have that perfect peace that's trusting in him and knowing that he's in control, that his ways are not your ways and his thoughts so much higher than yours. Do you want to be open to his leading? Do you want him in your heart? Well, I never knew, you say, that I should invite him into my heart. My church doesn't say that. Well, it's time to get to a Bible-believing church that quotes the word and the promises of God so that you don't stand alone. And here at uh, Omega Man Radio, we believe that you should know. And we've taken out the time and the effort and the energy to make sure that you don't go not knowing that Jesus Christ is offering you something. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe it in him would have what? You didn't know this? Eternal life. What? No, wait a minute. How do I get eternal life? Well, first of all, you confess that whoever believes in Jesus Christ gets eternal life. And uh, that's a gift from God because he loves you. For few remember the verse that follows. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world should be saved through him. Well, how do I do that? You've got to confess with your mouth. Jesus is Lord. Do you want to do that? Okay. Let us do that then now. In Romans 10, 9, 10, and 13, Romans 10, it says in verse 9, 
that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes, and resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. For whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You want to step out in faith now? Okay. Let's do it. Let's say a prayer. It is a prayer that all will be heard that you bring for before the Lord. Heavenly Father, yes, join me now. Heavenly Father, I know that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God, that he died on the cross for my sins, And that conquering death on the third day he rose again from the dead and now sits at the right hand of God the Father. Of my own free will I ask Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and Savior and I will live the rest of my life to bring glory to his name and his 33,000 promises in the word of God. I will start with friends and family and business associates. I will be led by God's Holy Spirit. And I will bring salvation to those who have never heard. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege. And I ask you to cleanse me of all my, my sin, for it is many. It says in word, it says in the word, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. So I have a lot of company. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Come into my heart, and I will serve you all the rest of my life. Amen. Well, I tell you, that is the most most awesome promise of God to give you eternal life because you acknowledged his son. Didn't have to work for it. No, your sins didn't separate you from eternal life. You didn't have to earn it. No. His grace. And we talked about communion. So we have to go that route. And uh, here's what we need to say. I have bread and wine here, or bread and grape juice. I don't drink. And uh, the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. Uh, Where is this in the Bible? You said the other scriptures. Well, it's 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 26. And the Lord Jesus Christ, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it 
and he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. That was in the upper room that he spoke to his 12 disciples. So let's take that bread together. Okay. And take this as his body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I'm sorry. Uh, no, we no. we are we are live. Hello. Yes, sir. We're live, but uh, we uh, we went dead. No, sir. We're live, uh, but Sister Marilyn may be listening at the uh, at a different link. But no, everything's okay. good. I'll uh, I'll walk okay. through it later. It's all good. Uh, all right. So then there is nothing going to stop the the Lord from presenting this to you. And the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took this bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us take that now. And while I'm eating the bread, I remembered that Jesus took 39 stripes on his back before going to the cross to die for you and your sin. And ironically, there were 39 known diseases known to man. Interesting. And why does it say in Isaiah that by his stripes I am healed. Because the man Isaiah spoke those words 700 years before Christ. And by his stripes we are healed. Now in the same way he took the cup also after supper saying this cup is a new covenant in my blood. As often as you do this, you drink it in remembrance of me. Now, as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. That's why we do it. And he's coming a lot sooner than you think. Let us take the cup now and drink it. Thank you, Lord. The blood of Jesus Christ now covers my sins and they are remembered no more. The slate has been wiped clean. And uh, my sins have been washed clean by the blood of the Lamb of God that was slain. Thank you, Lord. Now you have developed a relationship this morning. And uh, in 2 Corinthians 6, we find verses 2, then 16b, and 17 and 18. And it says, God is speaking now. At the acceptable time, I listened to you. You see that? He listened to you. And on the day of, on the day of salvation, I helped you. Yes, behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. How did he know that you were going to say that? 
is more for you to read, but I will turn to verse 16, and I will dwell in them, that's the Lord, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. What a relationship. I never thought that could be happening in my life. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. Yeah. He's speaking to you. And then he goes on to say, and I will be a father to you. Oh, my God. Especially to those who never had a father. I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. That is verse 18, 2 Corinthians 6. And I will be a father to you, and you will be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Amen. And Brother Shannon, Amen. you wanted to make an announcement? Oh, uh, just want to uh, let people know that if you go to my website, OmegaManRadio.com, we have found uh, our new file server for the podcast. So that's where I'm going to be uploading uh, today's program and anything going forward, plus beginning to add the back catalog into it. Uh, it's over at Podbean, but go to my website, OmegaManRadio.com, and you'll find the link. I'm very pleased with it. Looks like it's going to work out great. Uh, so go there for any updates. Now, before we close, Brother Gary, great message today. What would you like to title this for the archive? Oh, I I tell you, I I, I love I love the Lord, and uh, I just think it's simple, Lord. I had trusted you. Lord, I had trusted you. Awesome. Awesome. Brother Gary, also, how do people contact you, and how can they support your ministry? Well, you know, the thing is, is that there are people out there that need help, and they need time for prayer, and one-on-one, and, of course, Shannon has known many a call like that, but I'm telling you that Just In Time Ministries 15 at gmail.com is where you can send your prayer requests. And they will be prayed over by a small group. And we will continue to do that. And uh, I just got a, uh, a message back about a week ago. And uh, the person who was to have uh, immediate surgery within three days uh, of his being uh, checked out uh, now has been told, well, we have to wait a month because, uh, I don't know, things have changed. Well, we continue to keep that man and from Tennessee, I think it is, uh, in prayer, and uh, all I can say is that I am believing for his health and restoration now because we stood as two in agreement as touching any one thing on earth. And as far as our website, you've got to see that. JustInTimeMinistries.com Fantastic. And yes, uh, you want to do PayPal, uh, we're going through a month, probably like you are, that things are really difficult, and uh, I've been to the emergency room a couple times this month, and uh, I'm believing for a miracle and healing, and uh, because I've got a few things that I've never had before. 
And at my young age, uh, that's unusual. <laughs> so, yes, PayPal is is also a part of it. Or, Shannon, you know the, the, the thing to use. I don't know if PayPal is yes, still in the running. but Absolutely. Go to justintimeministries.com. There's a, uh, a donate button there that will take you right into that PayPal. And I encourage you to support Brother Gary and his ministry. Brother Gary, we love and appreciate you. It was a great word. And um, I'll get this up into the archive for those who are coming in. They can hear it later. And uh, I'll get with you maybe uh, a day or so. And I'll, I'll walk you all through how to tune in in the background, too. Um, okay. S- sounds well, good. I want you to know that it's uh, been a pleasure to uh, make this change. It's a little different. But uh, I will tell you, I uh, bless you. Thank you, sir. And I bless your family. I bless the Omega Man Radio Ministry. It is bringing light where there's been darkness and there's been deliverance uh, through this program uh, that Omega Man Radio runs. And uh, thank God for the word being sent out and uh, vitalized through this man. Thank you, my friend. It is an honor to work with you. We love you and appreciate you. And uh, good job today. I'll see you soon. All right, sir. Thank, Thank you, you, Brother Gary. And God bless you, boys and Amen. girls. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Gary Stafford. Okay, stand by. We're going to get Brother John Terrell on. And more updates here uh, later. Okay.